It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might be coming up, session as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking, I'm Scrooge McDuckin in Opix. Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to another exciting episode of the Upland Property Experts. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later with this fancy new Upland mug. You're on mute, my friend. Still on mute. I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. No, it just came out. I had to, I had to do that. I had to do my plug. Yeah. Well, you know, since you're doing your plug right there. Um, oh, you're already. Where did this come from? I was asking for it. How did they not ping me? I'm so mad. I don't know. But, yes, if you use the code UPLANDUPX15, it gets you 15% off of Upland merch. After uh, Thank Me Later drops a uh, couple bills, large bills on it. Yeah. I literally bought everything. Dude, and then they had the limited edition uh, Vegas um, stuff. There's some – it was like some of it was hit or miss. Like, there was some interesting stuff. Like, I'm going to – if they do a mug for every city like Starbucks does, because they had like the limited edition Vegas mug, I was like, boop, snatch that up. Could be a thing. <laughs> there you go. So if you have not bought your Upland merch yet, go ahead and uh, use the code UplandUpX15 to get 15% off your Upland merch. This is uh, being recorded on June 16th, 2022, which is one is day. That important? Is that an important day? Very important day. It's uh, one, one day before the two-year anniversary of the first broadcast of the Epics podcast. Oh, I dressed up. I, you didn't dress up. <laughs> Get out of here. What? You I, dressed up. You put on a, the, the worst t-shirt that's ever been made in the history of t-shirts. It's dress-up time. It's dress-up time. <laughs> Jeez, old Pete's. Um, Boulder, I do not have a link to the merch. I will find one for you. I think it's just up one merch. Yeah. We'll, we'll put it, it in the link. Look at the link below. Yes, we'll have it there. That's what the YouTubers do. Along does with the code. Have to do that? Or like, is YouTube, does the YouTube like listen and then be like, oh, they said that we need to put the link below and then it like scrubs and finds the link that it thinks you want and then puts it in below. You wish? No? It, it would be very easy if they did that, but uh, that's it, no. That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like to me. I just go, hey, there's going to be a link below, and then there is. So You would think it would be that easy with everything they creep or <laughs> do to you. With you know, You're like, oh, you spend enough time around somebody, and their phone searches start coming up on your stuff because you're in close contact. You're like, oh, I really think I should do this, and then it comes up right. Yeah, so you would think it would be that easy because they creep on enough stuff that it would just put it in the link below. Right. But, yeah, we'll have that listed. Absolutely. Um, thank you. Um, definitely, uh, Vegas was a blast. So this episode, we're going to talk about Vegas. Um, we're going to do a whole show on Vegas cause there was so much to do there on top of everything that thank me later streamed. Vegas, should we call it, is it going to be a Vegas tell all? Should we do a Vegas tell all? You can't do a Vegas tell all. You can't tell everything that happens in Vegas. That's true. And well, technically, technically. It's, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So if we go back to Vegas. You can talk about it. Then we can talk about it, right? I think that's the rules. 
Yeah. So now, if you haven't watched, Loyal Doyle dropped a video today, and it showed his uh, his Vegas experience, and that uh, Thursday I'm, night was. Oh, oh wait, was it from a Thursday? Or oh the, yeah, he he the did the whole time there. The tattoo was was Thursday. Yeah. Yep. I'm curious what I got to actually go back and watch because I was there. He busted out his dance moves. He busted out yeah. the tattoo. Um, he left him. some other things out that happened that night. Okay. So, okay. So he gave you guys the fun, PG, cute, like, okay. I'm just curious, like, I got to watch this, see what he shared. Because I feel like once he's, like, if he initiates some of the conversation, then it's public domain, right? Like, right. you already talked about it. Like, I'm going to, like, elaborate, right? Because you kind of started that conversation. Now, yeah. if you didn't bring up those certain things that happened in Doyle, you know, the ones I'm talking about, um, <laughs> then, you know, a, a promise is a promise. The turtle keeps his mouth shut. Um, and, in fact, I and I won't name names, somebody um, else from that evening, Doyle, hit me up immediately after Vegas, like, dude, just send me the videos. I promise it'll just be... And I said, nope, 0% chance. I can't do that to Doyle. I made him a promise. So there you go. I got your back, brother. Yeah. So no, I don't really. I have it. I have, <laughs> I have, I have your back on my, uh, on my phone. Anyway. <laughs> well, uh, we'll talk about Vegas. We'll give you a quick market update on how things are going in the upland economy. And we're going to talk about our two year anniversary and what we've done over the last year and, all the exciting things we got coming up for the following year. Yeah. Um, this is episode 137, and uh, happy anniversary there. Uh, thank me later. Really appreciate you. What did you get me? You being, you get me? Um, nothing, because you got me nothing. You don't know I got you nothing. You got me nothing. I, I've, we've been together for two years. You got me nothing. I got you a heart block explorer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Because you got a bunch of those anyway. You didn't go out and you didn't go and acquire one just for this moment. So well, you don't know. Yeah. Uh. Now, I do want to absolutely thank you now because we've been doing this for two years. Um, you're always here. You know, there's been once or twice one of us hasn't Dude. been able to make it, but you're here every week, no matter how in love or out of love you are with the game. And I appreciate you always being there to jump on and, and, and talk about Upland. And I know I make jokes about my wife and, you know, all this other stuff, but I thank her so much too, because she's my biggest supporter might not be my biggest fan and really hates Thursday nights. Um, and I do have to thank your fiance because she's in the same boat. They're like podcast BFFs over this. We're like, we yeah. let them do their thing, but we hate Thursday nights. Thursday night is like a, the most contentious night in my house for sure. And then before and, I yeah. turn oh, it over ahead. to you, I just want to thank everybody that's been with us since day one that listens each and every week. And uh, Dirk still listens to us on his way to the gym on Saturday, you know, so that always makes me feel good that one of our uh, first listeners is still listening and he's a co-founder. So uh, those are my thank yous for our two year anniversary. Yeah. So you know, I like to, you know, also say thanks, you know, for those who know, uh, we were nominated for a broadcast of the year, which is super cool, um, alongside uh, Loyal Doyle and uh, Blando. Uh, Loyal did take the prize in Vegas. Much congratulations to him. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, 
too stupid. Obviously, this this is not possible without too stupid. Like he sets it up, he runs it all, and I mean, this is a man with an actual family. I can barely keep myself and a dog alive, and somehow he manages, uh, you know, all of his stuff and to put this together. Uh, for you guys, get it published, do some limited editing. And so, brother, it has been amazing. I am so glad that we got to meet each other in Vegas, even if it was for a little bit, which people, if you don't know, we never met each other. We met each other through this game. The first time we ever saw each other in person was last week in Vegas when he came out for literally 12 hours uh, to do the live podcast there. So unbelievably amazing. Um, It was super cool and Again, just super appreciative of you, um, you know, being there. Absolutely. And, you know, as we said in our interview with Idan, you know, it's 20 years ago. It was very scary and you didn't meet people from the Internet. Now it's just a common thing. (laughs) I'm going to go meet my Internet buddies. Yeah, what's it? uh, Don't talk to people from the Internet or get in the car with strangers. And now we use the Internet to talk to strangers to get in cars with them. Yeah. Yeah. No, but but I appreciate it. Always enjoy working with yeah. you, and hopefully, here's to another year. Um, All right, now can we get off this sentimental nonsense and have some fun? Eh? Oh yeah, so Vegas, Vegas was fun. Oh. You know, I, I land so Dizzy landed 30 minutes before me, and he was supposed to wait for me, and we were going to take a lift together and then go meet up with uh, Thank Me Later. I land, I'm like, I just landed. We're waiting for a plane to pull out of the gate. Might be a little delayed. He's like, I'm pulling into the Sahara right now. I'm like, what the hell? He goes, sorry, I got antsy. Yeah, oh, no. He was immediately, he was already there. He was already ready to start gambling. Australia, Rick Peters, what up? Where's the top hat? (laughs) In its box. It, it is. All right. Well, now, hold on. So now, Ve- Vegas going. was keep special enough. Vegas was special enough for the top hat, but our two-year anniversary wasn't special enough for the top hat. Um, but, yeah, got to Vegas. It was cool. Got to meet, you know, Dizzy, uh, myself, and thank me later. We talk quite often. Text messages. Oh, there it is. Um, so there that, you go. Good for you, Rick Peters. That was the first time we met in person. Uh, ran into Loyal Doyle, had uh, good conversations with him. We caught some brunch, and then it was off to the Upland Studios. Um, that was that was fun, just hanging out, talking with the crew there, uh, doing our broadcast with Edon. And if you did not watch that interview, um, make sure you go ahead and watch that. He dropped so much knowledge; it's absolutely ridiculous. What up, it- Simon? He's my boy. That dude is that dude is always hustling on Facebook. You ever looking for a deal? Hit up my boy Salmon. <laughs> He's always got stuff. He he is working hard. Always. Nice. Uh, yeah. No, that studio is super cool. Again, we're we'll, we'll, we're gonna obviously give the brief recap here of Vegas, especially of two stupid's time. But we're gonna do a dedicated. We'll do a whole one where we go into all the details. Hopefully, we'll get a collage of pictures as well. Lots of pictures. If you were yeah. there. And you got pictures, especially if it's with um, us. Please share them, tag us, whatever. Uh, we'd love to put together a collage um, of that, um, of like your favorite moments, things like that. So we'll go into a much uh, deeper dive, but we'll definitely uh, keep going because yeah, we so we hit this yeah. dude. Super cool. We thought it was a pop up. Yeah, I definitely thought. I thought it was a pop up. So if you don't know, like it's it wasn't a pop up. Like that was actually their up. They have a proper office in Vegas. And so, like, it was like a proper office building. Like, we went, yep. they, had, they had their, and not cubicles. Yep. They got upset when I called them cubicles. It wasn't cubicles. It was just like <laughs> their um, Super cool. 
And then they had like a little recording studio. Like they converted one of the conference rooms into a recording studio. So. Yeah. It, it was a good time. Was and um, then uh, got to shoot craps with K twice and Dizzy for about an hour and a half. And uh, Dizzy got hot. K twice uh, made a buttload of money. So it, it was a fun time there. We had the mixer. And it, it was <laughs> it was interesting. Like the people coming up to me that knew me, recognized me. I'm like, which is weird, but great at the same time met a lot of great people in the game and the biggest thing that i loved about my 13 hours in vegas was i could talk about upland and nobody was rolling their eyes or like what are you talking about or why are you why did you do this why would people do you know we could talk all day long about upland and that was the greatest part of it loved it that's very true yeah yeah i hadn't really thought about that yeah i like that oh and shout out so uh, before you got there, the the night before, I actually ran into Atlanta and more cheese. I got to give a, a special shout out uh, to my new BFF, more cheese. Uh, super cool. Um, you know, she essentially runs the UDU, for being honest. Um, and oh, you know what? Where's my little cheese? Hey, she gave me a little cheese. You know what? I, I really enjoyed meeting everybody, but you know who I was shocked to meet out of the whole night that I never thought I'd see there? Well, I know who my surprise person was. What? Who? Uh, Prospect Gold. Oh, dude! You know what? There were some people, or like our estate. <laughs> like, oh wait, our estate was there, and I missed them. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh. Our estate was there, dude. Like everybody was. It was a crazy. Where's my cheese? Who moved <laughs> my cheese? Oh yeah. damn! So I lost it. Yeah, like he bumped into me, and he was like, oh, "I'm Prospect Gold." I'm like, "Get out of here." Like he's an yeah. OG. He, I think he was even in before Dizzy. Yeah, and our estate. He had a bunch of really cool properties in um, San Francisco. Uh, I was doing some deals with him. Yeah, no, it was it was insane. Like some of these really OGs that you're like, dude. I thought I thought you were inactive. Like, yeah. You're, I thought I didn't think you were even a real person. Honestly, like I thought you were an Upland account from the original days, just to boost some <laughs> numbers, right? Right? Like, what is it? Dude, I got actually a bunch of swag. I feel super bad because I didn't. Like, I got no swag. These, you got no swag? Oh, that's right, because you weren't there. For I the wasn't chat. there. Ha, ha, ha. Dude, I'll send you some. I, I grabbed a bunch of extra. Dude, look at it. I got a whole stack. Maybe I'll start sending these out. Like, uh, I got all these stickers. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, these are all these, like, Upland stickers. I, like, grabbed them. Nice. Uh, oh, and then. And then the. Oh, a CE pin. pin. Oh, from the exclusive brunch. Oh, and then see, you get your your badge. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. It was super cool. Well done. Well organized, too. Like, like, honestly, like for a convention, it honestly, you know, wasn't that big. I think like 250 something people. Yeah. So, like, not a huge size. Yeah, th- those are awesome. They are. I'm a, I have them, like, all over my gaming laptop now because it's, like, lighted up Upland. This is, like, a holographic one. Lighted up, Land. Send that to me. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you some. Yeah. Um, well, you got to and- send me at least doubles or triples because my kids will take them and stick it on everything that I'll peel off later. All right. No, I'll get you. I'll get up. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, really well done. Really well organized. Uh, the The whole event ran very smooth. 
Um, all the events seem to go off really with more or less without a hitch. There was a couple technical things during the hackathon. The, the release of Vegas went live uh, smoothly. So how was that um, behind the scenes release of Vegas? Dude, that was fun. Uh, so I did, uh, it's, it's on the channel somewhere. I didn't actually mint anything. I went around and just interviewed people, which was really cool to get to see like what people's different strategies were, like people uh, minting different areas. Uh, there was one guy, his first property he ever minted was there at that event. That's like, awesome. It was, it was pretty cool. Like he was brand new to the game. Um, and oh, yeah. I guess like, there. Yeah, what? Did I meet? Was he there uh, at the Mixer Thursday night? Because there was a dude brand new to the game, didn't know much, and was ready to, like, drop some money and play. I don't know. I don't know if it was the same guy or not. I don't think so because okay. he wasn't, like, dropping a lot of money. And then, like, one guy, he was, like, trying to mint his house, um, and, like, he he didn't have any cents, and he only had enough money for, like, his one property. So he was, like, floating, and we're just, like, watching him float. And I was like, oh, my gosh, dude, I'm going to be devastated if somebody snipes this uh, house. But he ends up getting his house. That was super fun. Um, Mossy ended up there. We found these really cool properties that look like snakes. And so, like, I'm a big uh, Razer gaming fan. Shout out, Razer. I have my Razer gaming shoes. This is my Snacky Snack plushie. They're, they're snake. And so I was like, dude, you got to mint the Snacky Snack properties. Uh, so we got some cool properties. He meant it. Shout out to Mossy, too, for... For hooking it up, he minted it. It was like it was not a cheap property. It was probably like uh, I don't know forty thousand upex. He gave it to me for a thousand upex. Nice. So much appreciated, Mossy. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, man. it was cool meeting. The, the tell all is going to be insane. The tell all is going to be insane. Yeah, it, it was awesome meeting. You know, Mossy and Stash and and the agency and um, yeah, I can oh, go right. on and well, you're on. Gonna, Happy MFR and. Luck. Well, even like, uh, you know, well, had you met in T. Davis before? <coughs> no, in person, no. No? Uh, yeah, so like. Yeah, T. he texts me. He's like, I'm I'm here oh, now. Where are you? you I'm like, you did, oh, that's I'm right. landed Sorry. in Cleveland. I, that's where I'm at. <laughs> Sorry. That was actually, that was a genuine um, brain fart of mine. Um, Rick Peters got a circle property. Dude, I saw that there was a couple of circle properties. Nice. I don't know that there were circle properties anywhere else. That that's super interesting. Um, who? Uh, well, obviously TM. Oh, you, you know what? TM. We never did that thing. No, we never, we never did the thing. He, he never got his piggyback ride. Eh, I'm not. My back is not sad about that. <laughs> now, I didn't mint. I still haven't minted anything in Vegas because I had to pay for a van. Oh God! Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, collections collections did drop today. Didn't jump onto that. Um, I need to catch up yeah. on that. It's still, you know. So we went from Vegas, had the wedding, um, and then just trying to get back into the swing of things here, and and then prepare for this show. It was just, yeah, I'll catch up over the weekend. It's been a lot, eh? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think I have. I have like two properties, and they were both bought secondhand. Um, yeah, in Vegas, so. But uh, absolutely. Anything else we want to talk about? You know, just definitely wait for our Vegas. Te- our this is the teaser for our Vegas episode. So yeah, yeah. hopefully we get some time this weekend and we'll get that out. Um, hold on. There is. Uh, oh, I no. There's one other. Um, I mean, TJ Miami boy, Uplando. I mean, there were so many people 
Shaqlin. Oh, that's uh, I gotta give a special shout out to my girl Shaqlin. Yeah, uh, she is. She was just one of the most amazing and genuine people. Absolutely, uh, I met like, her right before I left. Oh, you did good. Yeah. Uh, oh, what up, more cheese? There it is. Oh yeah, more cheese taught me how to play crabs. We did good. We played like three hours. We ended even, but we were up at one point. I got to throw dice, more cheese, legit, totally legit, um, super freaking cool. Um, so Shaftelin, I got to be Shaftelin, um, super amazing, uh, you know, and uh, it's so great when you get to meet somebody that, you know, you kind of, uh, you know, look to you or look towards the content that we created and we're like, oh, you know, yeah. and she created the van. Yes. So if you don't know, Shaquelin was the artist, uh, and and she won uh, the the award for that um, for her amazing work uh, with some artists to create this really cool van that ended up being sold to Abdullah for four million uh, upex. Um, so that was awesome. I got a bunch of good pictures uh, with me and her. So that'll be in the recap. That'll be in the full full thing. Um, I'll go into all the fun. So in the full Vegas release, we'll talk about. Uh, more cheese. Heck, we might. We should. More cheese. You want to come on for the full Vegas? We should get like a bunch of people. That's what we there should we do. We should get a bunch of people in, and we'll do like a Vegas tell-all, and we'll we'll tell all the fun dirt. We'll get Doyle on here. We'll get him embarrassed, and we'll get yeah. more cheese on here to talk about how uh, we tried to bury the beef with Ben on the uh, the node <laughs> node community. We got uh, some stuff coming out on that. Like you so know, so. So we got done throwing craps, and I asked Dizzy, I'm like, you want to drink? He oh, was yeah. like, he goes, yeah. I said, he goes, well, I don't want to pay for one. I'm like, dude, I owe you one anyway. So I'm like, I'll go get you one. But the bar was jam-packed. So I finally got a drink, okay. and I walked around for like an hour looking for Dizzy because then he got ghost. He got hungry. Didn't tell anybody he got hungry. Everybody's accusing me of double fist. And I'm like, no, I go, I can't get too messed up. I got to fly out tonight, and I'm walking around, and it, yeah, Dizzy went and got food, and he came back later. So by that time, I ended up drinking my drink and his drink, and they're like, oh, you were double fisting. I'm like, no, my drink ran out, and Dizzy still so didn't come funny. back. That's so funny. <laughs> All right. So, yes, we'll do our Vegas exclusive. If you want to be involved in it, to recap that, please hit myself or thank me later up, and we'll set something up here soon and oh, get that and going. How the hell? Dude, see, this is, see, now I feel super bad. Boulder was one of the first people I got to meet in Vegas too. Yeah, and and he's the kind of guy. He's he's super quiet, like you know, he's he's reserved. But man, you could tell he had the single best setup, dude. We were at we were in the front row at the uh, the actual like uh, the big day event, dude. You would have thought he was with the crew. He must have had six monitors on his table, like an iPad, a laptop with a screen extender, like. Dude was serious business, like, and, like, he had, like, all of the gizmos and gadgets. Like, if you needed some electronics, like, he's like, boop. He was, like, a digital Mary Poppins. Like, so I'm super, I'm super glad that I got to meet uh, Boulder Magic. I loved hanging out with you, brother. Um, and Absolutely. So. And then there was James and Odessa. They came in from Australia for the, for the conference. Dude, people flew in from all over. Like... Met a dude from Israel. Like, I was like, God, yeah, just like, like that's impressive. Like, like people ha- flew a long way. Hacker didn't look like what I thought Hacker would look like, and like I was gonna say that was definitely among my top. Like, if we're being honest, that was among my top. Like, oh, <laughs> like moments. 
Yeah. 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 Agra was there. Um, yeah. But here's the other thing. Um, it is like once you meet everybody in person and you realize like we're all playing the same game, we all have the same passion. Like it is, at least for me, I found it impossible to keep any grudge or any like ill intent that I had towards anybody. Honestly, that was there because I don't know. I can't look somebody in the eye and shake their hand and like be mad about some petty stuff. Like, it's just like, all right. So anybody who I met there that I think I had a little bit of like, Ooh, I, like Doyle, like I came in, like, let's be honest. I'm like, Doyle, that Doyle. And then he comes in and he's like the nicest kid ever. Yeah. And he's like, you guys were my inspiration. And you know, I, I like watching your show and, you guys, you have great content. I'm like, oh, damn. Doyle, you can't be nice. I wanted to hate you. Like, <laughs> come on. You're my competition, bro. And then he was like the nicest dude. Oh, okay. I will share this. So, um, and this will be the last thing. And I swear we'll, we'll get off Vegas. So we got to have a whole special on Vegas. But, like, it kind of, like, so the night, uh, Thursday night, we got crazy. And I was hanging out with Doyle. And he was getting crazy. He was, like, texting people inappropriately. Um, he's here. So I took his phone away. And his mom messages him. And it's, like, midnight. I guess he's probably the – anyway, it was midnight in Vegas. And it was just like, hi, I watched your show today. You did really good. I, I'm, I hope you win tomorrow. Love, hugs and kisses mom. I was like, damn. Like – I kind of want Doyle to win now, too. Like My mom doesn't watch my show. Yeah, right? Does your wife watch it? No. My family doesn't watch it. Ain't nobody watching my show. <laughs> he's got his mom not only watching, like complimenting, and knows that he's got for an award. Like, shit. Yeah. What? Nice. I was like, damn. Like, I, I don't know. That, like, melted my heart a little bit. So when it ended up winning, like, I, it was like, yeah, good guy. You know, so congrats, brother. Yeah. Gosh, this is an amazing event. Like, I'm still, I haven't slept since Vegas. <laughs> like, yeah. I still haven't slept. Like, one of the, I'm just going to crash, I'm sure, at some point. But Absolutely. Damn. All right, moving on. We'll talk. Right, moving, moving on. We'll talk Gorilla about stuff. the secondary market. And we'll go through this really quickly. This is pretty interesting. These numbers are from this week versus two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um Really not that bad drops, considering we just dropped another city last week. Um, 5%, 10% drops, not that bad. Rutherford, the guys are cleaning up the floor again there. Um, Bronx, yeah. is, Bronx is holding steady. Yeah, I heard. I, it wasn't, uh, is that where Abdullah was? Isn't Abdullah buying up the floor in Rutherford? Yeah, he was buying some properties in Rutherford. I don't know if he was the sole one buying up the floor, but he was picking up some properties there. Um, this is a 30-day change. Um, everything's down about right around 10% overall. Uh, your cash your cash is still U.S. dollars, still your, your best bet for buying in right now. So if you're new or you're wanting to put more money in the game, don't buy upset. Upex, go ahead and look for the good cash deals out there because you can find 60, 70 percent below mint for cash, which will really increase your property earnings there. That's great advice, honestly. Like, I think unless you have an opportunity, the the exception to that would be minting collections, right? 
So, like, yeah. if you can make a pretty good collection, I would probably still do that. Right. Over over buying under mint. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can even find property collections under, under mint for U.S. dollar or deeply discounted for U.S. dollar. Yeah, like under mint, like with the multiplier and stuff, still better. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. And if we go back uh, 12 weeks, this is interesting, going back 12 weeks here. Manhattan and San Francisco have a greater than 15% dip, but Rutherford and Santa Clara have a 30% rise hmm. on the UPEX floor. And, you know, on the U.S. dollar floor, it's um, – 10 and 16 for Rutherford and Santa Clara and Manhattan and San Francisco is a 24 and a 33% drop on the U S dollar. So it's very strange. Why it's like that, you know, Rutherford's your smallest city, Santa Clara is pretty small in itself. And then Manhattan, then San Francisco. Um, There were comments I was talking about is people believe that upland deliberately tanked the Manhattan market. And they didn't tank the Manhattan market. There was a bubble there and they've shown the graphs. They've shown the stats that there was a bubble there and them releasing properties. It didn't, you know, that was up to the players to start discounting their Manhattan properties. You know, it it wasn't upland. It wasn't like upland was buying these properties back and taking them back into upland. You know, they provided properties to buy and the players chose to discount their properties. You know, there, there was a bubble, the bubble popped, you know, I I don't, you know, they're accusing upland of manipulating the economy and, you know, purposely destroying a value of a city, but they didn't purposely destroy a value of a city. That's so aggressive. Couple of people saying those. I'm not naming names. It's out there. You can find it. Ignore the, what are you doing? Reading those hateful comments? Hey, I'm just, just trying to bring them. bring everybody's perspective to to the discussion. All right, discussion. Fox News. Let's let's keep it fair. Oh, whoa, whoa! We don't need to bring Fox News up in here. Jesus. Uh, name it. Name names. Name names. Nope, not name naming names. I got to keep my sources. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I mean, again. I think what we probably need to to look at at some point is um, getting the the actual markup, right? So what's the markup floor? Like, sure, this is the floor price, which is important because, honestly, it's one of the easiest places to kind of make consistent sales. As you were playing at that floor price, you're going to probably consistently get sales. But also, like, what's the percent markup? Because people are like, oh, 20% drop. Yeah, that's because it was at, like, a 20x markup. Like, that's not... Yeah, it's not a sustainable markup. Like I, I didn't have the chance to put the uh, slide together for the markup this week. Um, uh, absolutely, they, they did say they wanted to cool off the Manhattan market, but they just made pro- properties available. But they didn't, you know, them making more supply of properties doesn't mean you have to sell stuff. You know, that's I, I don't see that. No, as, but it does reduce the demand. I mean, inherently, right. that's why that's why you do that. Like, right. they did like that. They did like. Let's be very clear. I don't want to say they manipulated the market because there isn't an inherent like over benefit to them, except for again, their whole purpose is to keep the market as balanced as possible, and they have key economic numbers that they're looking for. It's just like when the um, Federal Reserve you know, adjust the, you know, the interest rate, right? Like the, the, whatever that is. 
And so it's just like, yeah, it is. It's a it's an economic lever. Releasing more resources into the pool uh, relieves a little bit of the demand pressure, which inherently will lower the value. We're seeing Rutherford stay because you can't Nothing they release is going to compete with Rutherford. It's in a little bubble. It's 16,000 properties. It's smaller than most neighborhoods. Is right. it 16,000? Right. Yeah, it, it's... Thirteen. I've it's, seen 13,000. I've seen 16,000. I, I should ask for an official it, number. It's less than 20, right? Like, it's it's smaller than most neighborhoods. I've so, even seen as low like, as seven. I Yeah, like, right? I feel like somebody was like, oh, six or seven. I was like... Yeah. Dang, that's an like that's nothing. If you look at Upex land, they have it just under seven thousand properties. That's what I thought actually, yeah. which is actually insane. And that's the interesting like, part is I don't think Manhattan. I'll have to look. I I have to look back. But Rutherford right now is at four hundred and seventy one percent. Even on uh, May twenty six, it was at four hundred and seventy two percent floor markup. Um, Manhattan on 526 was 386% floor markup. And today it's sitting at 280% floor markup, but there is nothing, you know, there's nothing being talked about of the pressure on the Rutherford market. Yeah. I mean, again, it's not really that big of a deal because it's Rutherford. Like it's a bunch of people. Good thing. That's, uh, it's, they can't fictionally make new Manhattan properties. Yeah. So again, like that's a really good point. It's much like the real world. They can't make new Manhattan properties. But just like in the real world, if all of a sudden prices become too expensive in a city, you know what people do? They move to the suburbs. Like that's exactly what happens. And so that's exactly what Upland did. They opened up the suburbs. So they did acknowledge that there was high pressure in Manhattan. You know, it got up to $269 US dollars. I forget where the floor went, but it never broke 300,000. But still it was obscene it it was and it was way out of whack with all the rest of the market so and they left it up to the people they supplied more properties on the east coast people sold off to buy it and it relieved the bubble um and that's that's just once again doing your due diligence of you know any kind of thing that you're wanting to get into you know and even honestly, in my opinion, once again, not financial advice, even if you bought at the top, give it a year, you know, let this give it a year, give it a couple year, give it a couple years, a year or two and see where we're at then. I don't, yeah, I want to be careful about what I say. Well, it's not financial well, advice, so you can say whatever you no, want. No, it's not financial advice at all, but I just like, I mean, Vegas changed a lot of things for me. So, like, it's it's hard for me, like, oh, the goldsmith. I didn't even read this. So I just put it up. Uh, <laughs> it's too long to read in the comments, I suppose. Part of the reason the team wants to keep Manhattan from going crazy because they want Manhattan to be an incentive to bring new players into the game. Onboarding is still a huge part of the game. Yeah, nah, I don't think so. Um, I, I'll agree to disagree with you, Goldsmith, actually, on this. I don't think Manhattan's uh, an incentive to bring new players into the game. Um, I think... Um, new cities are because they can't mint in Manhattan. People might want to be in Manhattan right now. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I'm not super bullish on properties. Like, I think that properties have, because here's the thing like, cities, I don't know. I think it depends on how the next wave plays out. I'm, I'm still way more bullish on things like 
honestly. Um, oh, watch. Oh, oh, interesting. Ooh, NFT, good call. Bump. That's, a, that's an interesting, not financial advice, but that's an interesting thought. Yeah. Um, I think block explorers are going to see some, not financial advice, but I'm very bullish on block explorers. I'm very bullish on um, any of the NFTs. Honestly, I think NFLPA legits um, are kind of a sleeper right now. I'm not a big legits person in the fence. Like I don't like football that much, but I think there's going to be a lot of utility coming there. I think buildings, I think anything involving spark, um, but the actual land, like the thing is they're going to keep, they're going to keep releasing more land. And like, that's what the community needs to start getting used to. It's like you're buying, you need to be buying land with a purpose. If you're buying land and their purpose is to flip for five X, unless you mint uh, an ultra rare during vanilla mode, it's probably not going to happen for a while. Like, because the reality is they're going to keep the pressure low on the properties. They don't want the property values to skyrocket. They want everybody to be able to own property. Like that's kind of the idea. Um, But then what's coming next is going to change the utility of a lot of things. And so I tend to be more bullish towards those uh, block explorers, the legits, the other things cars yeah 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 all right then we have the floor um the bottom the bottom five cities pretty stable steady increases over the last two weeks um bakersfield and la were number four and five so i throw out the cleveland and the nashville um losing because they they did drop but you also had some shuffling there at the bottom so no real worries. Your that, that's what you like to see is your entry level um, floors on the secondary market continue to rise. So you're you're still obtaining value on your properties. Yeah, I like that. I think that that's the right price point three to five dollars for the floor. You know, a sub ten thousand upx pretty consistently. Um, I think this is an interesting comment by by Joshua speaking of like the future of cities. Uh, marketplaces designated home of voting. So one of the really cool and exciting things uh, we saw at Vegas was you're going to be able to designate your home soon. And that is going to create like your profile and your neighborhood and stuff like that. I'm going to be curious to see how that plays out with Manhattan, because to me, I don't know of many like communities or nodes that really have a, a heavy stake in Manhattan. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Um, and I definitely could be, but to me, because of the cost, people might own like one or two properties there, but unless you're dizzy, who was smart enough to mint half of Manhattan the day it came out, like, I don't see, he didn't even do that the day it came out. He did it over a couple of, he did yeah, it over sure. a while. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I say the day it came out. Like it's a, he went ham on Harlem a couple of different days. Yeah. Um, but like. I, I'll be curious because, again, I, you don't see the kind of community activity um, in Manhattan that you do. I think there's a lot of individual heavy investors, but when it comes to a community, and honestly, I, I kind of think New York's just like that in general. Um, you know, it's not really a place for community. Uh, the bottom five, but especially Nashville, is some great. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah. There, you find a lot of stuff under Mint there in Nashville, so. 
Yeah, I think Midwest is probably undervalued a little bit. Yeah, um, and it's but all again, being sucked on. Well, yeah, but again, it's all about community. Like, there are some exceedingly strong communities inside of, of San Francisco, and some of them are sleeper cities or sleeper communities. Like, they might have gone dormant, but once the, the, the features and the community contests are coming back, like, believe, like, they're going to come back alive. Yeah. Not, look at Chicago. <laughs> I love that Chicago was not. There, there's some expensive properties still left there, and there's some decent oh, stuff, yeah. but still sitting at 98. I mean, and Las Vegas has an asterisk. It's 64% sold out, but that's just of the 77,000 that were released last week. Um, but isn't that most of Vegas? Like, am I wrong? Like, I, I don't know the full count on Vegas, and I don't know what they're using as a full count for uh, Vegas. Oh, that was when Nishirin was uh, cashing out. You bought three for 20, wait, 25 each? Yeah. Either way, that's a good deal. Yeah. Like, Merced Manor is... The floor was 200 for a while there, and then Nishirin decided to just bail, and he was putting it on... uh, There were people panicking, like, help, buy these up really quick. We don't want the floor to be that low. Buy it yourself. Jeez, <laughs> no, I, I, I own a lot of properties in Mercer. So, so do I, and if I had the available funds, but it was all cash, so I was like, uh, not putting cash in. Um, and then this is over the last four weeks, the increase in percentage change. Um, Kansas City, Queens, Chicago, Chicago, people are giving, giving properties back, we don't want them, take them <laughs> no, back because that was still before the uh, the hidden gems came out, so it was I'm at 100%. We know they released more properties in Chicago. We know, we know. All right. All right. Sort of the most important thing of the show. It's our two-year anniversary. Okay. So last year. We already uh, did the weird hug it out thing. What do you want? Um, The weird hug it out thing? Okay, I got gotcha. so, you. So last year, it was said that the net worth value, you thought the highest net worth player was going to have 350 million uh, UPEX. What's the second highest right now in Upland? Um, it keeps going back. You, you know, somewhere it's between Abdullah, Busterworth, uh, Sotheby's, K-Twice, and Dizzy. No, I know. Well, no, what's this? What's... Behind Abdullah, what's the next number? Um, I wasn't able to get numbered numbers, so let me do a little search. Just do it. Just do like the last, like whatever. My point is, Abdullah is a distinct anomaly um, in the sense of like, yes, he destroyed the numbers. uh, But I think without Abdullah... Like, I think we are right on track with kind of where we thought. But it doesn't matter. Right? Well, what's the second highest? I'm looking. Dizzy's because, just like, under three. Dizzy's just under three? Yeah. So, again, like, I go, you can't, if you're looking at a data set of, say, 250,000 players, um, and there's... Bustaworth is... Uh, Six hundred and twenty-six million. Busta. All right. See, I'll I'll give that as like more, not necessarily more about because 
Abdullah's up to like two billion or some nonsense. And Abdullah, I, I heard through the grapevine that you may or may not listen. So much love. Also, I was checking uh, the Upex World uh, Patreon, the old Patreon for the fan server stuff. It's all you were um, a biggest fan for a while on that. Um, I, I was a very bad uh, steward of that, unfortunately, for a while. So thank you. Uh, and thank you for the actual 111 unique. Uh, we'll be doing something. Uh, we're Anyway, I can't go into it now, but like know that I got an extract of all those who gave uh, to our Patreon account while it was still early. There needs to be a thousand Abdullahs. Dude, I don't know that we could do um, a thousand Abdullahs. That would be that would be intense. Yeah, but TM also said that the net worth highest value would be five hundred thousand, and I said seven hundred. I mean five hundred million, and I said seven hundred and fifty million. Okay, I mean playing prices right rules, you lose, but that's fine. Prices right rules. I like playing by. I lose. No, I win, Abdullah. Abdullah does not count. He counts. You cannot count Abdullah. Look, we're not playing just the tip here. Abdullah counts. Abdullah, I confirmed it in Vegas. Abdullah is actually an upland account. He's a fake. No, (laughs) stop it. I'm just kidding. Stop (laughs) it. Sorry. (laughs) So breaking news. You heard it here first. (laughs) Also, we said uh, how many. how many cities would be released? You guess tw- you guess twenty. I guess twenty four. Um, so we lose by prices right rules. TM had twenty three. Uh, Doctor Nobody had fourteen, so he's the closest by proxy. Um, TM said they'd have three international cities released. Uh, Franklin said the good old Franklin Bomb said there'd be twenty six cities released. He was the most optimistic. Yeah. That's interesting. Yes, we're up to what? Seven? Was Vegas number seventeen? Is that eighteen? Eighteen? Yeah, I got to count. Do or, or do we count like uh, Alameda and whatever? Berkeley. Like they got Berkeley. Uh, they got wrapped That's into true. Oakland. So no. So, yeah. Okay. So actually, I probably win because if you make all the ones that get wrapped into, because like poor old Clovis. <laughs> Remember the Clovis release? (laughs) No one could find the Clovis? Nobody could find the Clovis. A a bunch of dudes on the internet missing the Clovis. That sounds about right. Yeah. Now, and then we said number of 30-day, number of players for the 30-day average. TML said 300K. Or you said 300K. I said 500K. And both of us lose by prices right rules. What's our number? Uh, we're actually down uh, 247K. Mm. We were pushing close to 300, and I thought you were going to win it. I was watching it daily. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So, and then um, some other interesting facts is we did have 18 different uh, interviews by 13 different players. We had Idan on the podcast three times, Dirk on the podcast twice over the last year. Um, Dizzy brought out two players that we covered. Um, uh, what I did find in... Uh, Is this it, true? Who can... Sorry, uh, I'm, I'm Squirrel ADD. There's an exclusive blog explorer for N- NFT New York. Are you kidding me? Probably. Damn it. <laughs> sorry. Um, now... 
Dirk did enjoy the Envenom episode, and that was actually our longest episode, too. We did two interviews that day because Envenom wasn't showing up right away, and he joined us later. So we did, like, a full episode and then rolled right into the second episode. Um, yeah. Yeah, but Dirk said he that was his favorite episode, and we really gave it to him. Nice. I bought too stupid a heart blog explorer, but he won't he won't believe me. <laughs> yeah. Your Does body anyone, language is said it all. Is anyone here going anyone in, in, in NFT NYC give a shout out to our boy Boulder Magic? He'll be the one that looks like he's running the IT station with twenty seven laptops. <laughs> and uh we did have co-hosts of TM and Left House over the past year, and uh, we introduced the roundtables that have been very successful, Ooh. and we do have to pick our June roundtable date, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We do need to... Wait, June round? Oh, yeah. I guess we still have time for June. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were so focused on Vegas, trying to get there and whatnot. Man, why didn't you give all these stats to the judges for the broadcast of the year? We might have won. <laughs> Jeez, I uh, thought I thought second anniversary was cotton. No comment. Yeah, you're not giving me underwear. Oh, <laughs> oh wait. Oh, I could give you. I could give you my Upland tote Ooh. that I got. That like say cotton. I think this is cotton. Uh, no, it's not. It's not. No, it's the fabric of life. It is, but it's not 100% cotton. Oh, my gosh. All right. Sorry there, princess. Oh, it's not? It's not? <laughs> can, can we get this on? Oh, it's up the, this camera. What, you can't see it. It's 100% cotton, actually. Nice. It's, it's actually 100% cotton. Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> yep. You're right. Oh, damn. It feels good to be a gangster. Macaroni hard block explorer. That's what I was trying to say. Sometimes get here, sometime. hear it now. But get buy your heart explorers. I'm telling you now. Buy yeah. get in on that heart explorer yeah. before it's a, before the uh, the Upland Heart Foundation buys them all up. Right, and then we did start streaming at the end of January, beginning of February on YouTube. So you know we transitioned to video, and uh, after so many episodes of you get an on me for not being organized just help me get really organized and uh develop the episodes a little better so thank you for that um yeah and we're on and now we stream live not only that we are on facebook twitch and youtube uh simulcast so yes that's pretty cool and uh in the next year, we're looking to uh, continue to do uh, more educational videos along with our live streams, the roundtable. We're expanding our brand and uh, working on some pretty exciting projects that we can't talk about at the moment. And uh, can't talk about. Can't so talk about. Stay it. Tuned. Yes, I think I think it'll be announced if we can get everything done. We're hoping this month we'll have a huge announcement. But it's not everything. It's just a huge announcement. Yeah, no, it's just the tip. Yep. And we already had an episode called that, so we can uh, use that. I mean, another tip? No. 
Tom, oh, oh, hey, what up? Thanks, Tom. First time. First time live viewer. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah, we got 20 live viewers. Shout out. That's pretty cool. Moving. It, it works. I told you. Slowly but surely, we build it. If you build it, they will come. Um, Maybe. Because that's how capitalism works. And that is definitely one of the short clips that I am... Uh, that I'm cutting out from the Edon interview is when you were all fixated and he's like, maybe <laughs> and he's like, unless they don't value what you're valuing. It was great. Yeah. No, no, no. I've been like racking my brain. Like it really like sincerely. I mean, we have a lot of good content, but um, you really do yourself a favor. Go back and find that Edon interview because there's just some, Oh my gosh, there's some things in there that just really, if you're, if you watch and, and kind of read between the lines and you kind of see what's coming, like it, it was like just, it's been really, it changes everything, man. Like I was, I've always been like a kind of a fan of, I've always been a fan of Upland, but like how we are bullish or not, after Vegas, like it's no doubt. Like I, I told, I, I told the crew, uh, I told uh, Too Stupid, and we got a couple other people here uh, live in the studio uh, before the show. I literally quit, and I'm a top player on several other, like not blockchain games, but like idle games and like my fun games. I literally quit all of them. I went to the guild. I said, "Sorry, I cannot play anymore because all of my time, effort, and mental fortitude is going towards Upland." Because for what's coming next, we, I like it. I, I mean this sincerely. Stop what you're doing now. Take a mental snapshot of where the game is now, what you feel like is important in the game, how you value your assets in the game. And, and six months from now at our two and a half year anniversary, like I would like to revisit that snapshot and go, can you believe where we're at now? Like, that's how fundamentally the next six months is going to change this game. And I know that that sounds grandiose, um, but my goodness, it is, it's going to be insane. Yeah. And it, it depends on some things, but you know, six months is a good shot. You know, that might be a little aggressive, but still, I think a lot will change within the next six months, but I think, my, and I guess what I'm saying is in the next six months, you'll, I think we'll see the vision. Okay. I think we'll see, like, I think it'll be more apparent. Um, and, yeah, it won't be fulfilled yet. But, okay. like, from where we are now and the things that we worry about and the things that we're, like, hoping for next, that will, will I, I hope as a community will have able to have the needed mind shift for what's really coming next. Well, I think we'll get parts of it. We'll get a little bit. Uh, we'll get a taste of it. But I hope like people start to see the bigger vision. Nice. Oh, blueprints to be live. Yes. Oh, what's uh, Rick Peters. What do you do with blueprints? That sounds cool. Um, he's going to design stuff for the upland property experts for. Upland. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, no. Okay. Terrence. Thank for the. Oh yes. Oh guys. It's not even. I'm going to put. No, 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 dude. As well as trust me, there is player acquisition. Like everything, once once the next set of everything, like once the next wave of what Upland is comes out, and once you see the bigger vision, um, like it's gonna be, it like people aren't gonna be selling their accounts. 
because everyone's going to be wanting to be buying in. So uh, what do you guys think? Do Upland looks a bit childish with mobile walking in the shop? Others think I'm playing Tetris. Um, I think it's an art style. Uh, I think uh, I can't really say much, but um, yeah, I'd say that that's, that's certainly the current, the art style of the, of the current Upland interface is more ch- whimsical. I would say it's whimsical. Eh, whimsical. Yeah. whimsical eh. It's it's just a very specific art style. I like that they they have a defined style and they kind of keep with it. I think we'll see that evolve. Um, you can kind of see that honestly in their um, their cars, right? Oh yeah. So the cars the cars in the game are just like you know they're they're very upland, but the cars when you actually go to the model and it's 4K resolution, it's it's high like fidelity beautiful like you can zoom in and every piece is beautifully done um so i think you're going to start to see more of that evolve as well so um yeah peter get in contact or peter uh rick rick peter's getting in contact with us both of us have decor shop although i gotta say i gotta be careful because uh, i don't know if i can i mean um but i got i got my dude the small shout out to slab my boy slab if you watch if you're watching slab ooh, i can't wait <laughs> oh dude my boy slab is doing some cool cool stuff so joshua oh, was saying that I think more cheese hooked that up shout out to more cheese i think more cheese hooked me up with slab yeah um, joshua is saying that he's hoping to see a large induction introduction of players joining into the game now if you look at the amount of players that are playing sandbox or playing decentraland Upland's 30-day average blows them out of the water. It's just that you have more money going through it because of the focus on crypto in those environments. Um, And it's still coming. I mean, we were talking in, what was it? I got to go back and look, but it was late, early 2021. We were still having only like 5,000 monthly. Like we were excited to break the 5,000 monthly user block or something. I got to look back at the dates, but yeah. I mean, to have two, even 247,000 that are interact, and that's just people interacting with their wallet each month. So you could have people that come, you know, you got people that come every couple of months to check it out. And trust me, it's, it's going to get better with the city releases. You're going to have more and more players. And then as the community starts designing stuff and building stuff and, and the integration of the, so much is coming. I'm super excited. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm definitely like, I, I'm, I'll try to contain my excitement because I don't want to get everybody whipped up into a frenzy. But if we can even accomplish 10% of the things that, um, you know, groups of us talked about in Vegas, even 10% of that would change this game forever. Like, it'll change the entire landscape of how this game is played, how we value things. Um, the playability, oh, it's so crazy. Yeah. And we don't really, is that true? We, yeah, we did. The wow. Yeah. And, and once awful. again, please, if you didn't watch, go back and watch that interview with Edan. It, it's just the fight and, and watch it a couple of times. I got, uh, I'm going to put some timestamps on some stuff here over the weekend. Uh, I watched, I've watched it a couple of times now and it's just, you, you pick a little more and more out of it each and every time. And you're just like, wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Uh, glad I bought Upex with Heath a few months ago. <laughs> yeah, that's Absolutely. true. Yeah, and you know, we've been saying it like everybody wants to put put Upex on an exchange. Nope, not going to happen. Um, and this is why. Oh, okay. he is an awesome artist. All right, I read it. Fantastic. Uh, oh yeah, no, Slab is an amazing artist. He's going to be doing some. He's doing some cool stuff. He's hooking it up with uh, some decor shop. We're having a lot of fun. He's got some creative ideas. Uh, too stupid. I don't know what you're doing. I got a couple other hookups. If you, you although you should use Slab because he's cool. Okay. Um, but if not, I think I think our boy uh, Nishrin. Shout out to the dog patch. Uh, 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 shout out to Nishra. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Dog patch, dog patch uh, proprietor. I don't know. Uh, boy Nishrin, um, who I also met in Vegas, which was cool. Super cool guy. I, I'm sad that I didn't get way to meet us. Way more normal in person. Way more normal. In, well, at least the time I spent with him. Um, so, yeah. I, I'm just sad I didn't get the chance to interact on Friday and Saturday with everybody, but there's always next year. So, I'm looking forward to that. Dude, we're not even going to wait until next year, bro. I right, am telling on. you now. What? Keep that under wraps, too. We're working on that. Well, no, I'm not going to but, like, I'm just saying, like, I would expect they're just, like, NYC, New York. Like, yeah. I, I plan on, I want to do more in person. Like, I, I definitely right. want to do more in person stuff. Like, I'm going to, if there's any other conferences and stuff, like, I'm going to try and hit some more of that this year because I think it's so cool to get to meet the community. I think it's so important for networking and just, you know, building these relationships and taking them to the next level because, Honestly, like if you get a chance or if you're like, yeah, I don't really know, do do yourself a favor. Try and get try and get to one or two in person events um in the next, you know, twelve months so that way you can get connected with people. Um, you will thank me later. There you go. There you go. And there it is. And if you do want to hang out backstage, uh, pre-show, after-show with us, uh, we do have slots available. So go ahead and DM uh, too stupid to win. And uh, we'll get you hooked up for one of the shows. Next week, we do have uh, the Players Lounge coming back in. Um, uh, they were on the show in February. They have another college launch, and they're, they're doing awesome things with name, image, and likeness. And uh, from where they were when they were here in February to where they're at right now and with another school launching, I thought this was a great time to uh, bring, bring uh, them back on. So they'll be here next Thursday for a segment. Um, make sure you're sending us those trade deal deals for us to break down for you. Let you know mm. it's uh, you know, if it's a good deal or a bad deal, it can be properties, block explorers, legits, and all that stuff. We'll break that down for you. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the channel um, and uh, hit that bell to notify when we do go live. Uh, you'll see more content coming from us. I don't know where the bells are. Where is it? Is it over here? Here? No, it's down, down. Oh, yeah. You got anything before we get out of here? No, no, I, I'm just, I'm absolutely on cloud nine after Vegas. If you are considering uh, slowing down or, or getting out of your position in Upland, um, just hold in there, hold in there, fam. Uh, trust me, hold in there. Uh, not financial advice. Do what you got to do. Uh, also not financial advice. I would buy some block explorers. <laughs> um, <laughs> so send me some good trades at nunchucks. Oh man. My brain like realigned some of those letters. Uh, Thanks. Okay. Rick Peters. Love you too. 
Rick Peters, we love you, Rick Peters. All right. And everybody have fun, be safe, and we'll see you out there in the metaverse. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping over to moving.